welcome back everybody today i have another episode uh coming back from all the way from washington dc don't give a bit and let's get right into it okay so uh what's your favorite uh video game first question as always the first question as always so of course my very favorite is got to be the metal gear solid series more specifically metal gear solid 4 absolutely man. hands down my favorite oh man Minigur Solid, for me, this is uh, these have been one of those games where like I've watched people play, but I never really played by my uh, played the games myself. I was thinking about getting into the newest one. That's five, right? Minigur Solid Five. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so that's the thing that I hear from everybody. Good thing is Metal Gear Solid Five doesn't need any any type of like backstory. You can hop right in, and most people say it's one of the most fun out of all the series. It's just not that intense in terms of story. Really are you caught up with the story because like some people like when they get into like long series it's long series kind of like this uh people get lost in the story i know like many people play halo but not really much people actually know the story to it <laughs> yeah one of those things for me gear solid it it is i think even <laughs> even the most hardcore of metal gear solid fans don't know the story it's just too much it's too convoluted for the most part you know the basic you know what's going on with snake and his clones etc but the really deep deep parts of the story it kind of like goes over your head it really does oh my god yeah because i i didn't hear about snake and his clones up until like i want to say like two years ago and i was really confused when my friend was telling me about it and i was like wait what it's like i was like that, that wasn't actual snake that's like some fake snake i'm like what yep, it makes no sense yep. to me. yeah but i definitely definitely still recommend that if you ever get a chance play through them and it'll easily be one of the best series that you've ever played i promise right. you that yeah okay uh i have some some little like uh what do you, what do you call these little stats about maker solid four so developer uh kojima publisher konami it came out for PlayStation 3 June 11th, uh, June 12th, uh, 2008. It's a while ago. Yeah, when, it is. W- yeah. When did 5 come out? 5 came out like 16? I want to say 16, maybe 15. I'm going to say 16. I'm going to I'm gonna say 16. 16. Yeah, that's like eight, eight years for the next one. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It it shows though. When you actually play five, it it does show. It's a beautiful game and the mechanics in there are absolutely amazing. Some of the best gameplay that you'll ever play. It really is. Yeah. I, yeah. Watching you play on that game is always like satisfying. It's like it seems really smooth and kind of like very like I want to say coordinated. You have to plan yeah. through it when I see people play that game. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got 10 out of 10 on IGN uh, from the US. UK gave it a 9.9. But I don't know what's, why. What's up with that? But, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got 94 out of 100 on a Metacritic. And it was it was deemed the eighth best PlayStation 3 game of all time by official PlayStation. I, I couldn't find number one, but yeah, kind of <laughs> weird. Also, it uh, sold 5.6 million copies. Yeah. What were we going to say? No, I was just gonna yeah. say it. It's crazy uh, when, especially since it it really was that love letter to the series. Metal Gear Solid Four was that perfect. You thought it was gonna be the end, and it really kind of summed everything up. It's such a good uh, send off to the entire series. So I could I can imagine why it sold so well. Yeah. yeah. How do you know how long the game is? Uh, I I cannot remember off the top of my head. One of the biggest 
I guess, controversial points for the game was the cinematics. There was a lot of cinematics and some of which got up to like 45 minutes to an hour of just Damn. sitting there. Oh yeah. Aren't, aren't they known for like their long, uh, cinematics and everything they really are and this <laughs> one was this one was definitely as a person who loves cinematics it, it was perfect for me but for other people they were getting really frustrated they really just wanted oh, to play man. the game yeah yeah that's that's hilarious <laughs> okay uh another thing bringing so have, have you played through all of them then? yeah what, yeah i've one? actually I've played through all of them, including the Acid series, the little card games on PSP. Um, I've loved them all. The very first one, I actually remember playing with my dad. He sat me down and he got the game for himself. And we just played through the entire thing. We were just blown away at the different bosses, the different mechanics, and how long the game felt on PlayStation. It was crazy. Yeah. One of the things that I know from this series that I always like hear about is like, I want to believe it's... Uh... I mean, you solid two, the one where like you had to change your controller slot to defeat the boss. Oh yeah. That was in metal gear solid one. That was against oh, psycho one. mantis. And that was probably one of the, you'll never be able to recreate that experience, but that was probably the biggest mind blowing experiences. You're playing against this boss and you just don't understand why you can't beat the boss until yeah, you, you get move. these little, yeah, you get these little hints that you need to change the controller. And I remember when he starts reading off your memory card inserted and my dad just flipped out. He was freaking out. I was freaking out. I didn't know what was going on. It was just hilarious. <laughs> it was a good time, man. Yeah. That's probably one of the things like I, I, I feel like I missed out as a gamer because that's definitely an experience. Kind of like, you know, like uh, for a movie, they get a spoiler alert, like like uh, Luke's, I mean, Darth Vader's Luke's father and everything. That, that's definitely a moment where like I needed to play that and have my own experience for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It it's so <laughs> you can't recreate it, and it, it, yeah. but it was one of those like mind blowing experiences at the time. Yeah, for sure, man. What, what would you say will be one of your memorable bosses of the game? So definitely Psycho Mantis. You know that one. That one mm-hmm. definitely does it. Um, another one for me is probably it's this sniper in Metal Gear Solid Three that it just it doesn't feel like a boss fight it's the very first time where you're playing against this boss and it just feels like an open world it feels like the game is still continuing like normal and yet you're getting sniped out of nowhere and it was a nice callback to another sniper fight in metal gear solid one but it was just it was different and there's actually like all these little easter eggs where you can kill them by old age if you change the clock on your playstation it was just really cool (laughs) That's interesting. It's kind of that's weird to put it like change. You can kill him by turning the clock. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> this guy is this old sniper, and his entire existence was just to like fight big boss at this point, and he's just waiting there for you. And he's in this. He's really old. He's about to die. So if you change the clock in your PlayStation, he just dies of old age, and you don't even have to fight him. It's kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy, huh? <laughs> I feel like Minigar Saw is like how these like these weird these weird little ways to defeat bosses that like it's kind of yeah. Easter egg ways. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Kojima <laughs> is just he was he was a genius. He was a little little out there, but he's definitely a genius. Yeah. Are you looking forward to his next game, Death Stranded? I am, just simply because of what like his his portfolio at this point is just strong enough where I trust in him. But I mm. can't say that I've been sold on anything I've seen so far. But I do yeah, trust yeah. in him. 
Yeah, all we've seen so far is just a whole lot of uh, trailers, like video trailers. I haven't seen any gameplay. Yeah, a lot of walking, right? Just a walking walking simulator. So, but I have faith. I do have faith. And from what I've heard, the people who have played it have been really excited about it and said it was really good. So, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I haven't, I haven't been keeping up with that game, but do you know like the release date on that, or like when it's supposed to be announced or come out? I don't think there's been an official release yet, but there have been rumors about when they're what they're talking about. So some people are saying that it should be we're not going to see it until PlayStation Five drops. Other people are saying that it's going to span both generations, PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five. So a lot of people are just kind of like putting it at 2020 right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like next gen is, is definitely soon to be coming since like it's a lot of people are talking about it and i definitely do feel like a game that is gonna be like that is gonna be uh the new halo game halo infinite infinite i honestly oh, feel like that's yeah. gonna be like this gen and next gen you know that's how yeah that's how I see it. xbox is a whole different beast right now though so it's yeah. like it's i feel like I don't I don't even know. They they were talking about how their old gen games are going to play on all their new gen stuff. So there's going to be no next gen previous gen. It's just going to be the Xbox ecosystem. So it's it's really I don't know. It's smart. It's different. I like it. It's just I'm confused on how it's going to work right now. Yeah. I mean, Xbox one right now is backwards compatible. So like with if you have like the original Halo game, you can plug it into the Xbox one and it'll work. That is very true. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, the Xbox has the whole like Xbox Digital or the Xbox what's it called Maverick. Yeah, I, Xbox is doing I, all like crazy things right now. Right, sure. I'm <laughs> excited about it. I really am. I think yeah. the whole idea of just having this kind of breakdown of platforms where Xbox is like, hey, we're going digital. Um, mm-hmm. you know, an option to go digital, but we're also going to try and get on the Switch a little bit, get on iOS, get on Android. I think yeah, it's that's really smart. That's inc- it's, that's insane. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> for it. I know yeah. a lot of people, a lot of fanboys, just of different consoles, are just kind of sitting there going, "I don't think this is smart. This isn't what we need." <laughs> but I definitely think this is what we need. It's, it's going to be amazing, yeah. especially like with Xbox. Like they're closing like the gap between like uh between like console wars. You know, they're making it more of like a team thing. And like exactly. yeah, Nintendo has always not really cared for much for console wars, but like th- th- this is like phenomenal. It's a whole different like level of just uh, th- giving right. the gamers what they want. Exactly, exactly. And this is, I think, I think what would seal the deal. And I'm wishing for it. I don't think it's going to happen, but I really am wishing for it. If Super Smash Brothers has Master Chief in there, oh I God. think <laughs> if they did something like that, it would just completely seal the deal. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that would be crazy. Are you playing Smash Bros. right now? I am not. I am not. not. Oh my god. Yeah, the, the new one's pretty ultimates, man. I was playing that game for like a really long time. Yeah, <laughs> I got phenomenal. I got to play it a good amount, but I don't have it, unfortunately. Uh, it's just one of those one of those cons a Switch is like the only console I have I don't have right now, so it's just like I'm playing it anytime right. I can. Oh, oh, that means you're so you have Xbox and P- PS4? Yeah, I'm a, I have Xbox, PS4, and PC. The Switch is the only thing that's left out, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Well, which which do you prefer to play on? Or which game do you which system do you use the most? Okay, so using the most right now is PS4. 
Um, well, P- PC over everything, but PS4 over Xbox. And that's simply because PS4 right now, it just has the games, right? There's no question about it. Even even the strongest of Xbox fans has to just admit that PS4 is just killing it with the exclusives yeah, right sure. now. So, But I will always have a strong, strong affinity towards Xbox. That controller just feels better to me. The the store, the UI, everything just feels better, but I got to mm-hmm. play the game. So I got to go where the games are. Yeah. 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 2018 PlayStation really killed it with all the exclusives and like nearly everything that came out that year. They really did. It's kind of <laughs> crazy. crazy. It's, it, I don't know if Sony's going to be able to recreate the strength that it's had this generation. I really don't. And it's not to say that they, they're not capable I think mm-hmm. it's just that they came out so hot, so strong this year that I'll be For really sure. surprised. Yeah. Have you heard about how PlayStation's uh, pulled out of a, uh, what's it called, E3? I think yeah. it was a press conference. Yeah, they're not having a press conference. That's yes, crazy. it is crazy. I don't think it's going to be permanent, though. I really don't permanent. think it's going to be permanent. If you ask, this is just my personal opinion, and I know that there's other people saying otherwise, but I truly believe that the reason why they pulled out this year was just mm-hmm. because they didn't have anything to show. And that's only because like they showed it. Yeah, exactly. They don't want to show the same stuff over and over again. So they were like, let's take a break this year. I do think that they'll be back next year. And they'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we're back. And by the way, here's all this new stuff you guys haven't seen. And they'll steal the show. Yeah. I just don't think that they'd be able to steal the show this year. So they were like, all right, let's hold off. That's what yeah, I think yeah. personally. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm kind of similar on that. I really I really do think like since like the came strong, uh, 2018 and they showed a bunch of stuff 2018 that's soon to be coming out i feel like they don't they don't want to repeat themselves to keep showing the same trailer and the same thing you know right so like they're it's, like let's let's just we have nothing to show so we're not going to be in this press conference this year give it a year we'll be the next one exactly uh, exactly i i feel the exact same way on that yeah so your preferred console would be uh, C, uh pc then right and then playstation and xbox Oh. Yeah, that's probably that's that's how it would go for now. Just simply because I'm on my PC so much, not even not even for any specific games. It's just yeah. you know, you built it. It feels good. You're right there already. You can browse the internet. I got my mm-hmm. PlayStation literally right to my right though, so it's it's still right here. So I just flip yeah. that on whenever I need to as well. Okay, this is a random question. Just because, just because it's kind of a hot topic to talk about right now. But yeah, how do you feel about the Epic Game Store? <laughs> so <laughs> so um i i'm i'm for it it's just and it, i know that's a really controversial thing right now but yeah. my biggest thing about it is that when steam first dropped i don't know if you remember i'm sure you do but when steam first dropped and we're playing like 1.5 counter-strike and halo i mean half-life 2 is being announced and half-life 2 is mm-hmm. coming out everybody hated steam people were boy were planning on boycotting steam because they had to play half-life 2 on steam like steam was not where it is today and people just seem to forget that um so i do have a strong strong like acceptance towards epics store right now i don't really Mm -hmm. use it just because i haven't had the games to get um on there yet um but i'm i'm all for it just because competition is good we can't let steam just be the only one platform on the pc space the only downside I see overall is just having my game spread out against like seven different things with Origin, uh, oh, yeah. Uplay, Steam, Epic. It's just a lot of things. But 
I do think it's good. Competition's always good. Competition's and good. it's saving us money. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it was kind of random how uh what was it what was like a Metro Exodus was supposed to come out for Steam, but then like it was like a week before its release date yeah. and like they swooped in and took it and so Steam couldn't have it anymore. I was yeah, like, what? Now, now that is a whole different beast, right? Because yeah. I do think that th- that was a that was a bad move. I mean, they did mm-hmm. they did their best to honor the people who did pre-order. And so I get that, but that that's a controversial move because at that point you're stopping people who were going to play it on the uh, Steam marketplace. At the same time, you're supporting the developer more if you got it on the Epic. So I don't, I don't know. That's that's a questionable one, right? Yeah, I, I could really fall both sides on that one. Yeah, uh, I remember like I remember when the Epic Game Store was was like announced for like they're like all exclusives, blah blah blah. I'm just like, what? Like if it's all exclusives, <laughs> like I could see, I could see you guys trying to get like clientele for it, but like. That might steer people away, you know, from from the platform. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The last thing that we want is uh, such a huge divide where it's like PlayStation, Xbox on the PC marketplace. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, yeah okay. We want to have our choices. We just don't mm-hmm. want to see that strong, strong divide where we have to get Metro on Epic Store only, and then I don't know some other game on Steam specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, next question. Um, will probably be what, what's the first game you you remember playing? The very first game. Um, I want to say that it's got to be Turtles in Time. I Turtles think. Time. <laughs> no, no, actually, Altered Beast. Definitely Altered Beast for the Sega Genesis. I don't know why. I don't even have like any fond memories of that game specifically, <laughs> but it's definitely the earliest game I remember playing. Um. Just I don't know. I I never really loved that game, but I definitely still get nostalgic <laughs> feelings every time I play it. Wait, what was, so, what was this game called again? I don't think I've ever played that game or heard oh, about man. it. So it's called <laughs> <laughs> it's called Altered Beast, and you're you start the game off as this human, and the goal is to get these power ups that turn you into a werewolf, and you're fighting through this this like side scrolling levels with these like horrible voiceovers I'm, I'm saying horrible now but i'm sure at the time <laughs> they were state of the art but oh it God. was yeah i think it was actually bundled in with the sega genesis at one point so that's probably why i remember playing it so early but it was it was fun at the time my brother and i played it all the time but man that was yeah i <laughs> when you when you watch videos of it now you're just like oh Oof. <laughs> that, that's it <laughs> exactly yeah I'm, I'm looking it up right now and I'm like this it seems really weird it's like a bear <laughs> yeah yep. but like it, with a man's body <laughs> exactly it's so it was it was very interesting oh man it kind of reminds me of castlevania like the whole side scrolly thing realistic type of you know yeah, yeah it's yeah. just that castlevania was like 20 times better <laughs> but <laughs> yeah oh, it's man. definitely a fun game though uh maybe i think it was fun <laughs> like, i don't I don't know what it is about me i i, I remember very vaguely this the sega the, the sega system at all and i think it might have been because of the, the controller i remember playing using that controller and like, being like what is this like this controller is so <laughs> bad and like you just be like oh, i just want to play the super nintendo so i was like i would just get off the sega system and just be like all right super nintendo this is it you know oh, man. yeah uh, i d- i had both of them and i would just like <laughs> switch between the two i oh, would definitely man. play like certain games like 
Mortal Kombat, I would only play on the Sega simply because I could have the blood in there. But mm. then, of course, I'd play the Mario Kart and the Marios on Super Nintendo. So yeah. I just like bounce between the two. Yeah. Did, did you play any of the Sonic skins on, on the Sega? That's, that's kind of what they're known for, right? Sega was known for like Sonic and then like. Uh, oh, yes. Mega Man. So, yep. Well, yeah. mainly Sonic. I, I don't. For Mega Man, I'm, I want to say I played Mega Man more on Nintendo. Uh, definitely but uh for sonic sonic one and two specifically i played non-stop on sega it was my favorite game growing up it's just non-stop playing that okay yeah i i never i never really really was into sonic i, don't th- I think that's one of the main reasons i was into the sega at all and why i never really had that experience of playing those type of games yeah i don't know what it is about sonic it's just i never i could never get into it <laughs> it was it was definitely one of those like at the time you know you got to be super cool you know that mm-hmm. directed towards the 90s super cool <laughs> kid and you want to yeah. run fast like yeah, yeah. that whole thing yeah i feel like one of the things for sonic is just because like he's moving too quick now i was all like i can't i can't see what i'm doing i gotta slow down <laughs> you know especially like when you're a kid like you try to take everything slow and kind of like trying to like make sure you don't die so i was always i was always afraid of what was to come and i couldn't see it so i hit like an enemy <laughs> or something so i wouldn't yeah. would be running most of the time it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of the opposite of sonic yeah i could definitely see that all the times where you sit there and you just go through a loop and land on a spike and you're just like damn mm-hmm. okay leading leading up what would you say would be a turning point for you when you became like an actual gamer like all right like this is something i'm into like this oh is- yeah, good question. I think the main, the the biggest turning point for me was my dad sent me a copy. My dad moved to New York, and when he moved to New York, he sent me a copy of Warcraft Three and Starcraft. Oh, and so you were a PC w- gamer early on? <laughs> I was everything early on. Oh my I just, god, I that's... did everything. Yeah, <laughs> he sent that's me he, he sent me a copy of um, Warcraft Three, Diablo Two and starcraft and that's what did it and he would three big games (laughs) right (laughs) he would have us get on and he would just whoop us in starcraft non-stop my brother and i would try to gang up on him and he would just smoke us every time and i want to say you at the time i want to say i had to be about 11 i want to somewhere around that age yeah yeah that's that's amazing yeah, that's that's what did it for me. Because after that, I just I really dove into gaming hardcore, like just playing everything, uh, being on PC, switching to PS2 at times, and then just playing everything. So definitely, that's what did it. Yeah, I, I do like Diablo three. Did you like Diablo three at all? Yeah, it was actually a good time killer to me. Not something that I was like diving in extremely hardcore, but it was definitely something that I could play to just have some fun at any time of the day. If I was in between another game or if I just had some time to kill, I could definitely hop into Diablo 3 and just have some yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was I, also a really big game to play on deployment for us. We we played that a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forget. I was kind of a sh- I was kind of like amazed that uh Diablo 2 was able to come out for Switch. And I was like, "Whoa. That's like that's crazy, you know?" Oh, yeah, yeah. I think like once Diablo three dropped for switch, I think it actually got so much, so much more publicity as well. Just cause a mm-hmm. lot of, a lot of people who weren't Diablo players were like, eh, well it's here. I'm handheld. I can take it on yeah. the go. Let's try it. Yeah, for sure. 
The Switch, I I believe, is one of the systems that everybody needs to have. I've I've said this before, but like, I strongly believe that it's because it's on the go. It's portable. It's easy to like uh, connect with friends with, and just uh, for me, it's like it's like one of the best systems I believe. The best, I would like, agree with innovative. you. Innovative, yeah. I would one hundred percent agree with you. Really, the only reason why I don't have one is just like every time, every time I was going to get one, something else came up, and I was just like, "All right, well, let me save that money for something else." Oh yeah, et cetera, sure. et cetera. But mm-hmm. I one hundred percent agree with you. Definitely a must-have, especially for what it's doing for indie games as well. Just giving them yeah. all a new life. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, especially. Uh, Man, I feel like another thing that's make like the Switch has been killing. It. Like Nintendo, they've been, they've been killing it. like the whole like like on the not on the low, on, on being on, on the low key. Honestly, like they've they've just been like doing really well lately. And especially like the new the new Pokemon that's supposed to be coming out. Like, oh my god, that's yeah. intense. Yeah, and then on top of that, one of the biggest things I got to give Nintendo credit for is just changing their player base a little bit not not so much excluding their old one but allowing for a new player base to come in i mean mortal kombat 11 on switch are you serious oh yeah and there's yeah and then we have friday the 13th on switch so now we have like these strong mature games coming yeah. in on the switch so yeah. uh nintendo's nintendo's playing it really smart this generation they know what they're doing mm-hmm. and i'm definitely okay with it yeah. especially with the whole like the, yeah they brought in like uh Dark Souls on Switch and like a couple other more mature games. Yeah, it's it's really crazy and it's smart. Yeah, it's great though. to see. Yeah, man. Okay. The biggest uh, question is, are, oh, wait, no, go ahead. Go, go, oh, I, was, I was asking another question, but you can you can say whatever you just say. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, like jokingly, like as soon as we get Grand Theft Auto on Switch, that's when that's when it'll be done. That <laughs> that'll be a game changer. Oh yeah, for sure. Grand Theft Auto. That's one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> okay uh are you competitive or casual gamer depends on the game all that's what it all comes down to so for first person shooters in general i'm just not competitive i gotta be casual i'm just yeah, not that great at them i want to be but i'm just not that great um when it comes to fighting games i get competitive i'm pretty competitive i spend I'll spend like an hour or two not even playing against anyone just in the training section just to get my combos down. Oh, okay. um, so it all just comes down to the genre of game. So genre. when it comes to fighting games and real-time strategy, definitely competitive. When it comes to anything else, it's usually more casual, just having fun. Yeah. Dang it. It's usually to see because all the people that I had recently, it's more the opposite. It's more like they're competitive on like the shooter genres and everything and all that. Just because it's always like the hot, you know, the hot uh, thing to go to, especially yeah. like Fortnite and like Apex and like Call of Duty. Yeah, uh, I, mm-hmm. it's just not me. I can't do it. I, I play them. I have fun. I just I'm not good at them at all. Uh, just I don't know if it's the Twitch reflexes or what it is, but <laughs> <laughs> like I can't do it. Yeah, I I, I kind of I'm I'm there with you. I'm not really big of a fan of a shooter genre, but the thing is like I. Uh, I'm good at them. Just like at a certain point, I kind of get bored of them. Like, ah, this isn't fun anymore. Mm, I can see that. I can see that when you grind it out so much, it just seems it just takes the magic away. Yeah, I can get that. Mm -hmm. And it's different. Like, I feel like with MOBAs, have you played any MOBAs before? Oh, yeah, I I had to quit. (laughs) I had to quit. (laughs) You had to quit? (laughs) I had to. (laughs) Um, 
I was playing League for a long time. Oh, we got League of Legends. Woo. Yeah, and it was a <laughs> it became a time sink, and I got really competitive in that. And then the problem became that I just wasn't having fun anymore. It oh I could play a good thirty minutes, forty minutes, win or lose, I would still come out. If I lost, I'd be upset. If I won, it would be why didn't we win earlier? And it just put me in a such a toxic mood that I was. Oh man, I, yeah, I got. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had to stop yeah, away. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. But I I was big into League. I did play Dota back on Warcraft 3. Like so. And then I tried Dota 2 for a little bit, but it was mainly League and old mm-hmm. Dota. So, man, uh, what was the highest rank you achieved in League? Man, because League, like, that's that's a game I've, like, oh, I, I can say it's honestly one of my favorite games. I put so many hours into that game. And just, oh, I get, man. Yeah. Yeah, I put a I put a good amount of hours and time into it, but I never I never got past like gold one. That's like really? where I stopped. Yeah, okay. I, I couldn't do it. My friends all getting platinum and everything <laughs> else, and I'm just like watching them from gold. Like, I man, can't I'm do in the it, same boat. I'm in the same boat. I would just stay in gold, and I was like, ah, that was making an excuse, being like, ah, like I like I don't have time. I don't have time to do <laughs> right. past gold, man. I was like, you know, you guys are nerds. I hear me plat diamond. <laughs> Forget you guys, you know. Yeah. <laughs> secretly you're just like wishing that they would help carry you <laughs> i for sure every time i remember one time uh, uh my best friend uh champion xui that's his gamer tag uh he made a new account just so he can help me out and like pass a, a couple of uh divisions in league I mean, oh man <laughs> and then Sound another friend th- though <laughs> yeah another thing too is that like he helped out uh his uh, a couple other friends and he was like bro carry me carry me and he was telling me how i can help him like carry him right and, and his friend was like no nah, like go on my account and play and i'm like what it's like not that, <laughs> not that serious but all right right and, like yeah. what's the point what's the point at that point if you're not even playing the game anymore <laughs> like yeah i'm like oh, i'm like i was with that I was like the moment you hop back on and like let's say he boosts you a whole like uh rank and you go into like from plat to gold you know, like the skill gap, you're about to get your ass yeah. handed to you. Like, I don't exactly. see it. I don't see it. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> man. Yeah. Well, did you remember when was the last time uh, when you stopped playing the game? Because, like, one of the main re- with me, that game is like, I'm on it. I play a couple times and I'm off. It's like, it's not like, it's, as you said, it's not as fun anymore. It's because certain patches and certain things that they did and changed the game is just kind of like, whoa, like, yeah, yeah. It's too different. <laughs> it is like the very last. So there's two different instances. Um, mm-hmm. The one time that I completely stopped playing was right around when Lucio dropped. Not oh, okay. Lucio. Sorry. Wow. I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of <laughs> Overwatch, Overwatch for a second. Overwatch. Yeah. Um. Oh man, the guy with the two guns in in Lucian. League. Lucian. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Close name. Both black. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so. Um, it was when he dropped. That was about the first time I quit. Um, completely okay. just stopped. I had a friend who I had met more recently who challenged me to mm-hmm. league. And I, I was trying to explain to him. I was like, look, I don't play league anymore. Not because <laughs> I'm bad. Because the game was so toxic for me. Yeah, so yeah. we ended up. Uh, he just kept doing this whole, you know, antagonizing me. And I, uh, we ended up making a bet. A uh, loser had to get a full body wax. So oh my I God. got, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so I got on there and I played Jace because uh, that was my main. Jace and oh, Galio were both yeah, my yeah. mains. And I played Jace and I smoked him 1v1. Just it was really? it was embarrassing. It got to the point where I was like almost intentionally feeding because it was <laughs> it was that bad of a loss. And he just oh, like he was like, oh, man, this is embarrassing. So he went in and got that full body wax. I had to record <laughs> that. I had I laughed so hard. But that was the official last time that I turned on that game. Oh, that's comedy. So, it, yeah, how long have you been playing the game beforehand? Because I, I feel like if you're out of the game, you won't really know like the meta. You know, you won't really know the build or anything. Yeah. So for me, I don't know how long he had been playing. I think he had been playing for about a year at that time. For oh, me, yeah. though, I had been playing League since the beta. So oh, I had been dang. playing it before. Yeah, I had put in a lot of time into that game. I really mm-hmm. did. It was my my go to game. I wasn't playing anything else at the yeah. time. And I had played it for a long time. I've been playing that game since it's kind of close to the end of season two. And mm. I think I went all the way to like season seven and then kind of stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. A long time. Still <laughs> a long, a long time. time. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to think about. It's like, well, with me, I, th- I think it's crazy to think about how relevant that the game is. How still that game is still relevant, you know? It is. It's kind of crazy. And it's a testament to how well Riot's developed the game and how mm-hmm. well that they constantly build it. Because, I mean, somebody who hasn't played in a long time, logging into League for now with all the new animation screens and all that, you're just blown away. You're like, wait, what is this? Yeah. And it's really amazing the work yeah. that they put into it. It's really unfortunate. How, yeah, it's unfortunate how much struggle that the, the company itself is going through right now with all the <laughs> sexual harassment things and all that stuff. Oh, but yeah. still, still a testament to the quality of work that they put out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause, uh, I just kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll just say it's, uh, 10 years. They're coming up on their 10th year, uh, of league 10th year anniversary. Damn. 10 years. Right? That, it, that is crazy. <laughs> that is absolutely nuts. It really is. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> uh, what games are you playing at the moment? So I just, and I mean, as of yesterday, rolled credits on Devil May Cry 5. I wanted to, yeah, yeah, I was, I was having a great time with that. I, I think that is easily one of the most fun games I've played in a while, just because it, it feels like a video game. It's the over the top cheesiness, the action, the lines that Dante and um, Nero are saying all the time. The music's corny, but it's this perfect type of yeah. corny. Yeah. This like high powered rock ballads. And it's just like, it's just really fun overall. And the combinations in the game, it's just everything felt good about that game. And so I just finished that up. And right now I'm debating between if I want to pick up Division or if I want to just wait one week for uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. So oh, okay. I'm debating between yeah. those two right now. Really solid games. Yeah, really solid games are coming out. And Yeah. I'm a huge Devil May Cry fan. So like 5 and the way he's like, just seeing it like come out and having really good reviews and everything, I'm pretty excited. I'm trying to get my hands on it. But just, man, I said that way a little I, longer. You will not be upset at all when you play <laughs> it. it like the one thing that I think the game does a fantastic job is the characters, they all feel good to play. Every character you play feels really good and they feel really different. It doesn't feel like you're just playing the same type of character with a different move set. It's mm-hmm. like everything about it. You're just sitting there going, man, do I want to play him? Do I want to play? The, do I want to play Dante? 
Dante? Do I want to play Nero? Do I want to play V? And you're just like kind of yeah. bouncing between the three characters and how they play. And I love it. Well, I had great. a good time. Have you played four? Are you a fan of the, I, the series? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of the series. It like I I as much as so I even like DMC the reboot. I I enjoyed. Uh, that I didn't one as like well. that. No. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people didn't, and I understand why. I did enjoy it, but I did play four. I wasn't in love with four. I I just to me in four Nero didn't feel fun. I really? just I, the entire time I just really wanted to go back to playing as Dante. Oh my but, god! Okay. Yeah, but that completely changed when I got to five. I don't know why, but it completely changed. I just wanted to play like any other characters I was okay with. Nero is absolutely awesome. He's so different from Dante that they feel like two different characters. For me and four, I felt like Nero was like trying his hardest to be Dante. I felt like the developers wanted to steer him into being a mini Dante, and I didn't like that. Yeah, definitely with uh, Devil May Cry 4, because that was the one that got me into the series. My brother bought it like at like a thrift sh- shop or something for like some super low price, I believe. And, and it took him like a really long time to beat it because he wasn't really into it. And I remember yeah. playing it. I took like, I think it was like a month or four, like four months later or something. I pick up the game and I get hooked on it. I'm like, what? How did it take so long? So I beat the <laughs> game like numerous times. Like, you know, every time you beat the game, you get you unlock a new difficulty and everything. You keep yeah. going yep. at it. Then you unlock like the Coliseum, I think it is. He's going with enemies and like yep. spawning. Yeah, I remember, remember doing that like for a really long time. Put a lot of hours into it. I'm like, what? This is only this is only like four. Like, like let me go back and try to put the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's such a change though. Once you go from four to like three and yeah. three to two, it, yeah, it, it really goes is. from like yeah, it goes from being like a Resident Evil clone with swords to being in its own action game. Yeah, so for sure, for sure. Yeah. It definitely changes a lot. Yeah, like now it's much more like stylish and like finding insane cool ways to kill your enemies and just like exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm liking I'm liking the direction it's going. It's more of like I don't know, poppy. We don't really see much of uh much of that. Yeah, and it's definitely it seems to be without spoiling anything. It seems to be that it's set up for another one. It seems to be that there's going to be a six at from the end of this one. It doesn't have to be, but it seems like there could be and. If six is anything like five, I'm all in day one by I, I recommend it to anybody who's a fan or was a fan of the series or just a fan of action games in general. Yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to that game. Okay, what about the division? Have you played the first one? I'm assuming you have. I did play the first one. I, I played the first one. I was in the beta and then I played the first one for about two, three months, three or four months. There was there was some problems with it. And that's. That's kind of why I dropped out. And mm. I heard that all those problems were fixed by the time the game, like by the end of the game, like they were all fixed. Community loved the game. I just didn't go back to it just yeah, because it's, it's I was late. playing some other games. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I just got caught up with other things. So that's why I'm really debating because this second one looks fantastic. I've heard a lot of great things. The community seems to really be happy with it. And overall, as like a looter shooter, people are saying that this is going to be the the symbol that everybody kind of wants to follow so okay yeah, that's amazing here yeah it's, it's, been, it's been getting a lot of really good reviews and i'm uh, for me like i'm kind of debating about because you know how like games nowadays like uh on release they have a lot of bugs so it's just like they, they don't really have like great launches you know yep i usually just wait like i usually just wait a week or two maybe like a month to see how it does and i'm like okay I, if it's a good viable like buy i'm gonna buy it 
Yeah, but exactly. right now I'm kind of I'm kind of eager on buying. I'm just like, man, should, like, do I need to wait? Like, should I wait? Right? Like, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, like- <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same exact boat. It really yeah. comes down to for me, the only thing that's stopping me is just, I mean, one obviously money, right? I can't just yeah. buy two different games at the yeah, same that's time. A lot. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. But also <laughs> just if I if I want to dedicate the time needed into division, or if I want to play some of these other single player games that are dropping, that's really mm-hmm. the only thing that's making me kind of bounce between the two. Yeah, for me, it's, for me, it's always pretty hard and pretty difficult to like spend time multiplayer games and just like have that enjoyment and have like that the sort of fun and kind of because when you play multiplayer games, you do sacrifice playing like single player games, learning the whole like story aspect and in that exactly. single player experience yeah. yeah yep exactly i feel like recently because like i kind of you know like league of legends how I, I was heavy in that game i feel like during that whole like almost like three four year period i come out i come out of it i'm just like i open my eyes like whoa i've played no games the past like couple of years <laughs> like, what the hell have right? i been doing i'm like i don't remember none of this none of that like man i'm i've just been like locked in tunnel vision into just league of legends like oh my god and it changes so much. Like you realize how many games that came out and how many <laughs> indie games, how many big, small, like yeah. all these different games that have dropped that yeah. you were so focused on one game that you didn't even notice. And yeah, you just miss out. Um, yeah. yeah. It caused me to, I, it, because of that, I didn't play near, um, okay. until like at the end of last year, like that's when I first tried it. And I was like, how did I almost miss this game? This is one of the best games <laughs> released. Yeah. Like, you're talking about near Tomato, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I almost completely missed it just simply because I, what game was I focused on at the time? Um, maybe it was World of Warcraft. Maybe it was something else. But I was focused on one game this entire period of time, yeah. and then I was like, "Whoa, this game is absolutely amazing." Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah like right now, I'm like, I'm, I'm just like playing catch up on like all these games and just trying to like uh, replay them and sh- trying to get through them all. But yeah. Yeah. It's intense. Man. Okay, it really don't, is hard. Yeah, don't give a bit. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> how'd you come up? How'd you how'd you come up with your handle? Your game right. tag. Yeah, so I have yeah. I have two of them. Okay, so I have don't give a bit, and I have Deshaun. Uh, they both have actually interesting stories. Well, actually, one has an interesting story; the other one doesn't. So I'll go into don't give a bit really quick. Don't give a bit was definitely. Um, I wanted a friendly pun on something that was related to games that also kind of showed my attitude towards like the animosity of fanboyism and hatred of somebody else enjoying a game. Uh, just like the negativity in, in the gaming community. So don't give uh-huh. a bit was kind of like the play on all that. Like I, um, a play on, obviously I don't give a bad word instead. It was just, I don't give a bit about any of the bad stuff when it comes to video games. Let's celebrate all the good things and come together. Yeah. Um, and then for the other one, Deshaun, Deshaun was actually something a little bit more personal. Deshaun was something along the lines of when I first started playing um, online games, I had like some generic tag like Archangel or Dark One Four, <laughs> oh, like you know, the, something. the automated one that they give you, you know, <laughs> right? Like yeah, that, yeah, might as well have been I, <laughs> like I had these like very generic names. And instead, I wanted to embrace the fact that I'm a black gamer and I wanted to highlight that in every mm-hmm. game. So I chose Deshaun to so that no matter what, no matter what game I walked into, the first assumption you made about me was that 
I'm black. And it's yeah, because yeah, yeah. I wanted to celebrate that. I wanted to highlight, I am a black gamer. I know that there's like, you know, that comes with, yeah, that, yeah. that obviously comes with a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of explicits anytime I hop into a game, but it's something that I wanted to embrace. I'm not running away from. So I, I those are the two things I generally use. So yeah, yeah especially like Deshaun and like something like that. If you're using League of Legends, like a really toxic community, like, yeah, I can see exactly some, some hate being yep. thrown. Yep. And that, and it is my, it was definitely my <laughs> handle in League of Legends, handle on World of Warcraft, handle in um, uh, most of the games I play. So it kind of bounces between Don't Give a Bit and Deshaun. Okay, that's so. phenomenal. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any games you're looking forward to? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, first of all, the, probably the most the most one I wow most one the most excited I am for a game is Mortal Kombat 11. Mortal just Kombat, because I'm a huge sure. fighting game fan, I love fighting games, and that's that's when I really get into a game. That's when I like dive into it and try to get better. So Mortal Kombat 11 is probably my number one. I'm also looking forward to Shinmu 3 if that actually comes out this year. And that's simply because I loved Shinmu on the Dreamcast. I played it so yeah. much. I mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. I really think that that kind of set up a lot of like it was a lot of things that it set up that people don't really give it credit for. It really used the quick time events. And it, I'm not going to say it's the first game, but it was one of the most prominent games that highlighted it. The fighting was fantastic and, and the open world was just amazing. And so if they kind of upgrade those mechanics into a new into a like a new 2019 game, I think it could be amazing. And then finally, Control. I love Remedy. Remedy is one of my favorite game developers of all time from Max Payne to Alan Wake, um, even to Quantum Break. I love Remedy. So I think that, right? Their portfolio (laughs) is just amazing to me. So I think that Control can come out and kind of show the world that, hey, you should have played Quantum Break. I know it was only on the Xbox, but you guys missed out. And it'll definitely drive a lot of people back to Remedy. Uh-huh. And I, I'm I'm all for that. So those are like the main games that I'm excited for. I think there's obviously I'm looking forward to Last of Us and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, but yeah. who knows when that'll come out? Yeah, like especially like, like I feel like with big games, it's always like oh, like when are they coming out? It's kind of like 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 you said, The Last of Us and Halo Infinite and kind of like Elderwood. All these like exactly. huge games. It's like it's always so vague when they release things, and so like exactly. That, yeah, anticipation is always always there you know yep and then it's just like waiting and you know those are going to be good like i have no question that the next gears game is going to be good i have no question that last of us or any of those games are going to be good so Mm -hmm. i i can look forward to those but look forward to some of these smaller games and be more excited for them yeah uh yeah I, i remember playing i didn't play quantum break but i didn't know remedy made that game i thought I don't know. I, I don't know what or who made that game, but I'll be something different. I remember playing Alan Wake, and that game is amazing. That game, yeah, really it yeah. it really is. And a lot of people, and I played it a lot later than when it first came out, just simply okay. because I was I was going through deployment and all that different stuff. I just didn't have a chance to to play the game. Mm-hmm. But when I finally sat down and played it, it still held up and still holds up. Like the yeah. game is still a really nice looking game. For it's a really sure. fun game. And the DLC is also really fun. The narration's perfect. It's just a really good game. And I highly recommend anybody to play it if they haven't, or they just have it sitting in their library because mm-hmm. they bought it one day on Steam. Yeah, they never, like never got around. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just all of the questions, pretty much. <laughs> if you have any questions for me, you can feel free to shoot them out. 
Yeah, uh, absolutely. Of course, I got to ask you, what's your favorite game? My favorite game? Oh, man. Yeah. My favorite game? <laughs> <laughs> Everything that comes to mind will probably, probably be Bioshock, the first one. Mm, yeah. That's a good choice. That's a strong choice. Yeah. I can definitely understand that. And I think Bioshock did for the 360, like, it set it up on a good route. Like, it, yeah. it just boom, you have this strong narration, first-person shooter that actually has an amazing story, amazing graphics, and this creepy feeling. Yeah, and really it just kind of Yeah, it just <laughs> set it up perfectly. Are I you feel like, still... Still? Yeah, are, are you still a fan of the Bioshock series? Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Uh, two, for me, Bioshock 1 was just phenomenal. I feel like that game, I remember, I've been amazed by everything that they did, just going through it and playing through it. Like, I felt like I was in bioshock you know it was just like oh man this is this is crazy i remember like the whole plasma is like oh shit fire like electricity like telekinesis oh my god like i remember just freaking out over these powers and being <laughs> right. like on my feet because like even though i was excited i had to like couldn't be like, couldn't be doing things i'm like oh man because it's like that game that game is pretty terrifying i remember playing as a kid like oh my god i was scared to play the game so i'll play like in oh, broad man. daylight had to have my brother in the room <laughs> you know that's awesome <laughs> yeah. yeah especially going up against like a big daddy they're like oh that was freaking terrifying <laughs> it really battle. was yeah i remember playing two and uh, i'm like oh yeah this is a good game but like it's not as good as one you know the story for one was really like phenomenal yeah yeah that that's what really drew yeah. you in yeah the story I, yeah for especially the whole ending and everything that's for sure like a, a video game moment like a thing that everybody kind of knows exactly know I mean? yeah Exactly. And I do think that for um, Bioshock 2, this is what I've heard because I've never I've never played the DLC for it. But apparently like the one of the highlights or the DLC for Bioshock 2, Bioshock 2 itself was just supposed to be is kind of a letdown. But the DLC is supposed to be what everybody always talks about. So Uh, I never played Bioshock uh, 2's DLC. Yeah, yeah, because after I beat the game, I was like, all right, that was it. Cool. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's kind of the consensus for everybody <laughs> yeah but, I, I remember playing the online though the online was actually pretty was pretty interesting it was like different and it was kind of interesting to play but i, I wasn't too heavily into it because people like that was a game where like the the people the developers didn't really pay too much attention to so like people would just be like modded out and just like you know hack hack the whole thing and everything uh yeah, i made it really upsetting lesser. yeah yeah for sure it's always and, upsetting and then infinite Infinite, that game was a phenomenal game. It just looks really good. And just, like, the way it is, especially, like, it's a whole different pace and a different, like... I've, honestly, like, that game's, like... If they gave that game a different, like, uh, a, di- a different name, I I would be like, okay, this is, like... I, I, I could have compared it to Bioshock. It's really different. It's, like, broad daylight. It's a lot more, like, happy feeling, even though it's pretty dark. It's Gotcha. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's kind of like it would be like a spiritual su- successor to like Bioshock. It's kind of like what they're doing right now for like Left 4 Dead. Have you heard? Have you heard yeah. of the new game, uh, Back for Blood? Uh, yeah, Back for Blood by yeah. Turtle Rock Studios. Yeah. yeah, yeah, same people that made the the Left 4 Dead series, but uh, yeah, that should be interesting as well. Back for Blood. Yeah, that that's that's on my watch for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, I Left 4 Dead definitely has some very very good memories for me like i i really enjoyed that game i just mm. don't know how i feel about playing another one now another we'll one see now. though is yeah it, like different i don't i don't know what it is i say that yet i've played warhammer vermintide recently the second one <laughs> yeah yeah and, oh, and that, I, that game. oh hell no 
<laughs> like I, I play that, so I don't know why I'm saying that I'd be against gets back for blood i guess uh-huh. i'm not really against it i just need to see it being played yeah, that's yeah. all i just need to see some some information about it and actual gameplay yeah for sure because if like if it's like only like three or four zombies and then like a special zombie like uh yeah exactly exactly if it doesn't do it for me then i'll just kind of like skip it but if it if it catches my attention I, i'll definitely jump into it yeah. i think it's kind of funny how you bring up vermintide i play that with a, a couple of friends and like honestly like that that's one of the games where like i had fun playing like, don't get me wrong, that game's really fun, and just, like, man, like, it's kind of strange going back to, like, <laughs> I was, like, this game's so freaking weird, and, like, man, I, like, I was clowning on it throughout, I was playing the game, like, throughout of it, because I, I didn't know what what I was doing half the time, but, like, I was getting it's, through it. And the aesthetic is very, <laughs> very different. It's, like, very heavy in the Warhammer lore, so it's, yeah. like... It, yeah it's it's really hard to get into if you're not a fan of that series or or just not yeah. i guess familiar with it if i was if I, I feel like if it was more like warhammer 40k i'd be more of a fan but it's like the old yeah. warhammer the regular <laughs> i'm like what okay well you, you can give yourself a shout out tell them to follow you oh yeah, this, this yeah i appreciate it i appreciate it um I am obviously don't give a bit over on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, feel free to check it out. I just do weekly week, like a week back recap, just weekly run throughs of video game news, anything hot and new latest and greatest in the video game industry. And uh, just talk about games. That's really all I do. That's awesome. Yeah. Right, and then you can always catch me at a uh, Twitter at soldier monkey. Same thing with uh, Instagram. And I just got on, well, I'll explain that later because I'm still working on it. But if you want to <laughs> add me on Xbox, I'm at Soldier Monkey. Same way, uh, same way it's spelled in the on the whatever you're whatever you're listening this on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I almost, I almost forget. I almost forgot. Uh, I have a joke for you. All right, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, since we talked about Sonic the Hedgehog, here's one. Of, here's here's a joke I happen to come across. I remember from the back of my brain. Boop! It was right there. Okay, uh, what is Sonic's, what is Sonic the Hedgehog's favorite season? Uh, I don't know. All right, spring. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm upset about myself that I didn't realize that. (laughs) I'm more mad at myself than I am you. Oh, man, that's a good one. Okay. Oh, man. All right, uh, well, until next time. See ya. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>